No, welcome to Wales is a podcast about Wales. We're going to cover everything you've ever heard about Wales. Welcome dot com forward slash its website Wales. <laughs> I'm Frank, you're Jack. Uh, we're going to go today. <laughs> for the listeners, we were just talking about how pressed for time Franco is on this little record. So that's why we're, we're doing a speed run this time. Yeah, so how are you? Sorry, I'll come. Yeah, good, mate. Good. Yeah, really good. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. So, uh, <laughs> no, that's stressing me out even more. Fuck. Oh, I'm just busy. Oh, take man. a breather, mate. This oh, yeah, is a safe yeah, place. Got, I've got a vimp to my moustache. Let me de- de-vimp to my stash. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> What's the cold? <laughs> what? No. Um, Vix. Vimpto. Oh, Vimpto. Jeez, I was thinking, oh, this on a bloody cold. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, with some fucking Vix in your attached uh, no, no, no. to clear I the just, sinuses. I gulped too greedily uh, a pint of uh, Vimpto prior to recording. <laughs> It's the only thing that gets your blood pressure down these days, oh, isn't it? Mate, like sweet, sweet Vimto. So, I got, I'm like outside of life, work. Like, I'm out Friday, I'm out Saturday, I'm out Sunday, I'm out Monday. I'm in Tuesday, I'm out Wednesday, I'm out Thursday, I'm out Friday. I got an Airbnb staying at my next Saturday. And that's one day to myself where I'm going to play Starfield like a fucking loser. And it's just stressy. Then work's like hectic as fuck. And then we do the pod. Oh, and mate. it's just, you know, and I got, I got to, you know, satisfy the woman. <laughs> <laughs> my manly duties must I have be done. My, my fiance duties, my liege. Sounds like if you if you were bloody if you were a bloody candle, you'd be burning oh, from no. your garb and your ass, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, I'm leaking wax everywhere. Um, <laughs> I, I have I have said though I've booked in um, in two weeks' time. I've got the whole weekend where Emma goes to a hen party. I'm not even going to drink. I'm just going to be fucking. Playing Xbox, chilling, just like recalibrating myself, just soaking it up. Yeah, we, me and you both said we've gone too hard recently, haven't we? In life. Oh yeah, that was my. Uh, I didn't have an anecdote for the day. I was just going to say we've hit the booze a bit hard lately, haven't we? And we're both <laughs> yeah. we, to the point where we're both going. Should we just slow down a little bit? Yeah. And for that, that's for us. That's a pretty uh, hefty Hen- achievement. Hence why we're doing a lunchtime record. And um, yeah, I just I think the summer was just like. Every every like twice a week, it was like two two going out twice a week, and like yeah, just doing too much. So I'm fucking buzzing. For it adds time. up and it accumulates. The poison accumulates in your body. It's not good <laughs> yeah. for you. But um, yeah. like I, the last two weekends I've had a three dayer and a two dayer respectively, and fuck me, did I feel it? Like finally, my body's like you've took it too far this time. It's it's too much. It can't can't bear the burden. Never anymore. too much. Never too much. Sometimes too much. Sometimes, yeah, lately a lot too much. But yeah. yeah, I mean, we've still got a few benders on the the cards, haven't we? That we we both said, "Oh, we're going to see them out." Obviously, yeah, <laughs> my yeah, weird yeah. is my so, bond. I'm not going to not going to bail exactly. on them. I did say to you, I feel like uh, I'm in 
baston, <laughs> the boys of baston, in the, and hunt, go hunker down in the trenches, ready to see out the next few cold winters <laughs> yeah. before. Just, before just a few more shells later, and then we can finally emerge <laughs> from the foxhole. Yeah, Great. yeah, yeah, not at all dramatic or uh, no. <laughs> self-imposed as well. Yeah, firing mortars at ourselves. <laughs> friendly fire, friendly fire. There's another Jaeger bomb. <laughs> Yeah, give me a couple more shots, so I'm not quite done yet. Then let me, <laughs> yeah. let, me let me leave. Yeah. Is there a Skittle bomb coming in? Take cover! <laughs> yeah. Um, well, should we crack on? Because, yeah, we've got, got, got a bit of admin to go through. Well, um, I've got, um, what you call it? I'll do a quick review. It's a very yeah. short one, but we do like doing the reviews on this. Oh, so this one's I, I like from this a guy. One, I think. We had the long, uh, the long one. Just I the really short one, well. yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. I thought we'd save the long one for, for next, next episode. Okay, yeah, that's okay. a sweet one. That that's warms really the heart. Nice one. One. Yeah. Yeah, this one is uh, isn't a heartwarmer, but it is a good one. It's uh, it's by a guy named Silurian. But I like how he's written it. Counts, uh, he's written it out like yeah. phonetically because he's pissed off at yeah. how I get it S-I-L wrong. S I L dash Silurian dash R R A I N Silurian dumb prick idiot. And Silurian has given us this lovely review from Apple Podcast, and the title of the review is "This is a review." Nice, sort of flicking things on their head there. Nicely done. Five stars. Nice to listen to some history by people that aren't boring academic nonces. So thank you, Silurian. That is a very high praise. (laughs) We're not boring. We're not academic. Thank God we're not nonces. (laughs) Nonces, yeah. (laughs) Boring academic nonces. Well, I just like to think of him like he's been sat there on Spotify listening through loads of history podcasts going no oh, boring no nonce. academic no nonces and then just got finally got to us and we finally got ah, oh he was like a um <laughs> not Pinocchio. who's that girl uh blonde girl goldilocks oh, goldilocks <laughs> <laughs> he's like goldilocks going mm, yeah. this one's not boring but they are nonces <laughs> yeah too boring too <laughs> academic too oh, Nazi, but this one's just right. <laughs> yeah. Who's that blonde oh. girl? <laughs> Who's that Not Pinocchio. Around? What's the other one? He <laughs> says if there's only two to choose from, Pinocchio or the blonde. <laughs> you know those those mates of Pinocchio and blonde. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I think we should probably say a thank you as well to a Reese Norris and Delwina Heard because they very generously oh, the first two, uh... sent us some dollar dollar baby. Yeah. And yeah, they've made it possible for us to genuinely say we're professional podcasters now because we've technically been paid for it. Yeah. So how kind of is I'll that? Take that. Thank you very yeah, much. Because we got yeah, this thing. Amazing. Link in the episode description where you can chuck a couple of uh, coppers our way to help with like the f- paying for the pod because it costs money to uh, host it and all that fucking no boring stuff so it's just a little helpful incentive um, well not incentive just yeah, helpful no, no pressure no no but you know, if you want we're it, dancing monkeys it. and we do it for free but if, although uh, we just do it for um, enjoyment the one we had from Reese did say it's beer money, so I think we have to take that as beer money. You know? Well, yeah, I love that you said it alluded to being beer money because you said it was thirsty, thirsty work. And you've got you said beer money, didn't he? That's what you said money, in the description. Get a can with it, boys. <laughs> yeah, but Don't that's worry, very, very generous. We'll, we'll spend it wisely. Yeah, deal, Thank you both. Um, yeah, deal, guys. Yeah, should we crack on? Because I really am uh, up against it. <laughs> I can't tell you how much I am up against it, so can we hurry I've, the fuck up? I've put my uh, teams on Do Not Disturb. I can just see it flashing at the bottom, fucking vibrating. <laughs> the tune just going straight in your ear, concert. Yeah. 
All right, well, we'll get on with it. Uh, and I'm going to be muddling through today, uh, and we're going to be talking about the history of Dewi Sant, or St. David, as you know in English, the patron saint of Wales, for whom every 1st of March we celebrate Deedgor Dewi, or you guessed it, St. David's Day, uh, often symbolised by wearing a daffodil, the national flower of Wales, or a leek, which apparently he and his monks used to pin to their hats while they were working, which isn't, is a little bit of whimsy I didn't know about. It isn't the story that he used to give soldiers the Welsh leek? Um, so they could identify themselves in battle. Oh, mate, I don't know where you're getting your facts from. Right? <laughs> so the f- two sources that were the first Googles online I saw, all right, this is what it said, that they used to wear them in their little hats, and he wrote, then, an, he wrote a letter to the king about some shit about leaks as well. Um, let me have another look. Um, yeah, it's still well, the not patron pre- city of Wales. Not too pressed for time to bloody correct me. <laughs> <laughs> but this is this is uh, it is thought that the patron city of Wales, Saint David, told Welsh soldiers to wear a leek on their helmets so they could better spot each other in the battle against Saxons who wore similar armour. Um, apparently, oh, that tactic worked and secured the Welsh army a great victory. Uh, well, there we go. I'll, I stand corrected, and I guess you will take it from here, is it, mate? Is that how uh, we're going with this? Yeah. But then someone else <laughs> said it was against the French. So I think. Um, let me have a. Um, as we always say, you know, we're not about the details on this pod, are we? No, apparently in 1633 AD, the Welsh were sorely pressed by invading Saxons. The battlefield, they met at the Battle of Heathfield, uh, and it was a field with leeks. So, singers themselves from the enemy, they put leeks on the head. Um, but that's according to something. So, so, that could be a reason as well. Let's just say both are correct. I like yeah. that. You know, there's nothing wrong on the pod, is there? It's like, ah. No. Oh, can't be wrong about it. It's, <laughs> can't it's be like, wrong you know, about they it. always they always yeah. say history is subjective, don't they? And you, <laughs> it's in the eye of the well, they do say history is always being rewritten, and by two idiots, probably. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway. So we'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> anyway, Dewi was a Welsh bishop uh, in a place called Manu in the sixth century. Manu uh, I just got to um, say one one more leak thing. Yes, the leaks, the leaks, the leaks. Apparently, as well. Uh, the leak became a national symbol of Wales after the Battle of Crecy, uh, where the Welsh archers fought against French soldiers in another leak field in northern France. The leaks was worn with caps of the Welsh people to remember the bravery of the archers, which was become an annual tradition on St David's Day. So, again, ah, that's three separate sources all saying three separate things. So, fucking. Yeah, take your pick. Whichever one you like them. the most. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, leak equals Wales, all right? Just bear that in mind. That's all that matters. So, uh, yeah, sorry, where was I? So, Dewey was a bishop in a place called Manu in the 6th century. Uh, Manu is now just called, very unoriginally, St. David's, after him. Couldn't think of anything better than that. Um, and a side note uh, about St. David, but he's actually the grandson of a guy called Caredig ap Kineva. Caredig was originally from the Brythonic Kingdom of Godovin, which is in modern-day Scotland. Keen-eared listeners might have remembered... Uh, as mentioned the Godothin in the King Arthur episode, I believe. Um, they were a bunch of uh, like mythological Celtic warriors that fought against the Angles, if I remember correctly. Uh, but anyway, uh, Caredig came down from what was called at Hernogleth, or, or the Old North, the Godothin, and he helped fight off some Irish invaders in North Wales way back in the day. So a reward for his bravery in battle, he was gifted land that would later be known as Ceredigion, Named after named him. Named after him. So, ah. yes, exactly. So, old Derry was of uh, he was of good Welsh stock, basically. He was born in a place called Hainvanu in Ceredigion, the lands of his forebears. 
uh, and became known early in his life as a teacher and preacher, founding settlements of monks and churches in Wales, Brittany and Dimnonia, which was what the ancient Britons called Devon. St. David's Cathedral in Pembrokeshire would later be built in uh, between 1880 and 1220 on a monastery founded down there. So that's where St. David's uh, Cathedral is today. In 550 AD, then, is when he started getting a bit more notoriety for himself uh, as a devout opposer of, I'm going to say this wrong now, Pele, Pelagianism. Pelagianism. Yeah. yeah, we'll go with that. Pelagianism, which is the belief that there was no excuse for sinful behaviour and that all Christians, regardless of this station in life, should live unimpeachable, sinless lives. So I started reading a bit more about this uh, Pelagianism, but it gets very, very dry very, very quickly. Well, so he it's, thinks it's you're dull. allowed to be fallible. Uh, yeah, so what, from what I gathered, um, St. David was of the notion that because of original sin, eating the apple and eating it, yada, 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 um, people inherit, inherently have sin within them, and that being a good Christian is about living your life resisting sin. Yeah. Whereas this Pelagianism basically says, like, uh, you're not allowed to commit sins at all or whatever, and it's no. not a part of... Your the the workings. I don't bloody know. Like I said, it was yeah. dull, man. I I don't don't really give a, a shit about like the theology side of things. I can't be asked reading about it. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So anyone who want, wants to read into that, you have to do it off your own back. So why don't you pray to us or something, mate? <laughs> pray yeah. to God and find out yourself. Maybe found a few more bloody donations. Am I right? I'd give a shit. I'd actually pray. <laughs> no. Anyway. Um, yeah, if I'm wrong on that, uh, like I said, tough shit because uh, this will be <laughs> recorded care. and edited. <laughs> yeah, this will be recorded and edited by the time anyone lets me know, so it's too late to do anything about it. <laughs> anyway, uh, because of this opposition towards this way of thinking, this polygalism, uh, his fellow monks elected in what they call the primate of the region. Nothing to do with monkeys, <laughs> I checked, but it's uh, basically he was head honcho in Kyleon because of it. Now, I don't know how many of our listeners know but in order to become an official saint, you actually have to perform yeah. at least two recorded oh, miracles. Two, is it? I, I thought I, I yeah, knew there's two. A, 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 yeah, right. So I use the term "recorded" very loosely as well because it's you know it's the typical thing. It's funny how miracles and video recordings can't seem to coexist in the same time zones, and all this magical bullshit stops as soon as you have the ability to capture any of it. But anyway, Dewey looked at the sainthood checklist, saw that t- the two miracle requirement. And said, fucking watch this, lads. So, I'm about to let our list all through them now. And there's much more than two. Just FYI. He over an overachiever. So, the most famous miracle was when he was preaching to a large crowd at a place called San Odebrevi. The crowd was so large, not everyone could hear him. And so, as, as you do, Dewey raised the ground beneath his feet and raised a hill underneath him, lifting him higher so that his voice could carry further. A white dove also flew down and landed on his shoulder, just for a bit of, like, cinematic, yeah. I don't know, extra flair there. And you hear... Um, and so this is where... Yeah, exactly. And, you know, the cows parted, all that shit. The cows? So this is where... The clouds, did I say oh. cows? <laughs> clouds, I meant. Apologies. Uh, yeah, miracle number two, yeah. parted some cows. Bovile Moses. <laughs> Very good. Parting of the cows. Um, where he, basically, where he lifted this hill is now where the town of Llandui Brevi stands oh, today. Llandui Brevi, sorry. Yeah. That's it. So that's a bit big time, I thought. You know, shut up or I'll make a fucking hill. Yeah. Essentially, everyone <laughs> quieting down. Um, quite another of his miracles. It does a bit, doesn't it? A bit up yeah. himself. 
But um, another one of his miracles was when he restored a blind man's sight as he baptised him. That's all right, and it nice and sweet, and not a bad deal for the blind man. Pretty good. Uh, so yeah, he yeah, pretty good deal. Uh, miracle number three was when he managed um, to bring a dead child back to life by splashing his face with tears. I don't know why this isn't number one on the list, yeah. to be honest. Sounds but, like he um, killed a kid think... and then luckily brought him back like, really fasty. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah, no. Was God, like, don't, don't yeah. tell. Jesus, God, don't CPR. tell him, don't tell. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. shaking him, but actually gave him CPR whilst he was crying. And you're like, oh, yeah, miracle. Like when you used to like, batter your sibling and then he got run into your mum and you're like, no, 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 it's fine, shut up. But uh, yeah, I think reversing a child death is probably, a, I'd say, a bigger feat. Yeah. Than making a hill, but then yeah. it's probably not as cool looking, is it? So mm-hmm. fair enough. That's why it's number three. Miracle number four. That's right. Double the amount needed Ooh. was when his neighbours were struggling to were struggling to find water during a drought. Dewey stuck his staff into the ground, and then a fully flowing spring of water sprung from the earth. Mm. So good man to have living next door. I, if I it's don't a hot think one. Wales has ever had a drought in its history. I think we're uh, yeah, we're never far from. Puddle of mud. Yeah, it comes from the sky in here, doesn't it? That's the thing. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> yeah, good point. Miracle number five and six now, they go hand in hand. These happened when some of St. David's monks turned against him and decided to poison his food. Seems like a, a real turn for the books for, yeah. from a, a monk dedicated to you know life <laughs> yeah. of the faith. And then she goes, let's poison the fucker. That's, just, That's a bit wild. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you later why I think this happened, though. Um, uh, it'll kind of evident, but just hold that thought for now. Okay. So the monks are planning the poisoning of their lovely St. Dewey, uh, or Dewey Saint even, and a friend of Dewey's in Ireland, St. Skithin, foresaw the betrayal in a dream and rushed to travel to Wales to warn him. I feel like it's kind of pointless back in those days of going like, oh, God, my, my friend's imminent demise. Let me take like a few days on boat to go and warn him. <laughs> Try and find kind of him because he might have moved anyway. Yeah, because I have no idea where he could possibly be. Um, anyway, it turned out that there were no ships available to, Saint, uh, to take St. Skithin uh, over to Wales. But luckily enough, miracle number five, a sea serpent turned up and took him to Wales. Oh. Mm. Yeah. And I feel like someone was on the fucking communion wine when they were thinking this one up. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the sea serpent. Why, why the fuck not? Anyway, the sea serpent was obviously very quick because Saint Skithin got to Saint David in time to warn him. To the monk's surprise, Old Dewey Sant did nothing about the plot to poison him, and when his food came, he tore his bread into three pieces. He fed one piece to a dog, another to a crow, and both animals died instantly. He then blessed the last piece and ate it himself. He chewed and swallowed the bread and was completely unharmed. Doesn't say anything more than that, really. Uh, so I'm assuming the, the monks that wanted to poison him just said, sorry, and then just fucking what, got on with their chores. Let me clean up the dead dog and the dead crow. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it doesn't say like why the, if the monks were like, oh, we still don't like you. They just, I don't know, I guess they got back to it. So, so that's I didn't six. know that Go they on. had a... Uh, so when's Dewey Sant? What, when was he born again? Uh, it was so sixth century, so that's that's five hundreds, isn't it? Yeah. That is right. No, I always get yeah. the century thing. Yeah, yeah, mid mid yeah. mid five hundreds, I think it was. Uh, it doesn't give an exact date because they're not too sure. Even though they wrote a lot of stuff down back then, yeah. uh, especially the sort of clergy, they don't know his exact birthday. But yeah, he was a sort of mid five hundreds. So yeah, when was I now? Miracle number seven. Yeah, so six miles in, we're still not done. Miracle seven 
happened when a jealous ruler sent slaves to batter Dewey and his monks <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> but as they descended upon Sounds the monastery... a troublemaker, kings, this old Dewey. Yeah, something's... Uh, you know, there's no smoke without yeah. fire, is there? <laughs> yeah. Someone wants to poison him, someone wants to batter him. Um, yeah, these... these uh, to be fair, he sent slaves as well. I just got to say like this. A, Every time someone says, mm. no smoke without fire, I always think of the autobiography of Dave Jones, who was a Cardiff City manager, <laughs> who, whose book <laughs> yeah. was No Smoke, No Fire. <laughs> he used to get called a pedophile all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I, I thought he wrote a book called No Smoke Without a Fire. Like, it was a little... <laughs> hey? <laughs> the tell-all the fans have been waiting for. Yeah. I remember yeah. when I was like, what the fuck is that? So sorry. Just had to... I can't... It's like a brainworm. Whenever someone says no smoke without fire, I just think of Dave Jones. <laughs> can't help but it flash up in the mind, yeah. yeah. Um, where was I? So, yeah, the, the, yeah, this ruler, jealous ruler, sent slaves to batter Dewey and his monks. But as they descended upon the monastery, they became so weak they couldn't even stand. The ruler's cattle also all dropped dead. The ruler then, realising his mistake, came to Dowie asking for forgiveness, and St. David, David obliged, at which time all the ruler's dead cattle came back to life and his slave rega- regained their strength. It seems like a, a strange one, that, but uh, yeah. yeah, it was it was in the, the notes, so what can I say? Well, it does seem he's, up to, he's a oh. suspicious little man. Are you right there? Yeah, yeah. So I was just taking a swig of, uh, of my, my tea instead of my beer, which makes me sad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it sounds like you hated it. You're like, oh, God. It's <laughs> <laughs> just, where's the alcohol? My, my brain just can taste it. Um, so, last one now. Finally, last miracle. Number eight. This was a bit more boring, but he, uh, he travelled to Bath, where a poisoned spring there was ailing the locals. He dipped his staff into the water and then transformed it into a healing pool that could fix small ailments. I don't know what consists of a small ailment or when a small ailment becomes a big one, yeah. but it could heal your small ailments. So yeah, the guy needed two. He went, fuck that, I'm doing eight, wow. apparently. Yeah, he lost me at the serpent one. Yeah, something tells me, yeah, oh, there's no record of it, wasn't there? Wasn't there a record of the serpent yeah. that took him Quite across convenient. the sea? Bloody yeah. chances, a lot of them. So, up until now, you're probably thinking, Dewey Sant, he seems like a pretty cool dude, pretty good bloke. Bit of a bit of a fucking Bible basher or whatever, but he sound, sounds all right, doesn't he? St. <laughs> <laughs> David, though, he prescribed that monks had to pull the plough in the fields themselves without the use of animals and could only drink water and only eat bread with salt. Every evening, the monks were to spend their time in prayer, reading or writing, no possessions were allowed whatsoever, and even to say something like, my book, would be considered a massive offence. Ah. He also specifically forbade his followers from eating any meat or drinking any beer. So to be honest, I can sort of see why the monks were like, let's poison yeah. this fucker ah. and get us Makes in like a, a more of a yeah. Friar Tuck type, you know? <laughs> I would yeah, be a I was, I was sort of on his type. side. I'd be such a... <laughs> I think I'd make a great Friar Tuck. <laughs> yeah, definitely. To... That would be my role as an old, like... Uh... <laughs> an oldest, like if I went to back to Oanglin dude, <laughs> I'd want to go back and be the Oanglin dude or the hero, but I could happily just be the cheerful monk who follows him around, pissed up, <laughs> giving him big jugs of clay, pots of wine. I would take up religion if there was a position that was just actually you can be a big fat fucker and you just drink <laughs> yeah. and brew ale all the time. I'd be like, yeah, make me a friar. I'll do that. Yeah, I fucking yeah. love God. I'm in. But yeah, that's uh, so that that's all I got. But, Sweet. Well, um, I've got I've got some stuff then. Um, I was going to say you've got a, a couple of little factoids for us. Don't yeah. You? 
So I have visited a uh, a small website you, you might not have heard of called uh, BBC or oh, something like that. Um, oh, Babaka. Babaka, yeah. yeah, the old Babaka have um, they did something on the nine hundredth anniversary of uh, of Saint David, Dewi Saint, um, and like you mentioned before, you might not. Yeah, uh, they they're not sure when he lived. Um, some say he lived for more than a hundred years, and he died on uh, March the first, fifteen eighty nine. Hence, Saint David's Day. Though, but they also think he could have been born between four hundred sixty two or five hundred fifteen A.D. Um, and apparently, ooh, spooky! He was born in a storm. Ooh, <laughs> bollocks! It's like, like <laughs> yeah. Um, so apparently, it's like when that the the murder one we did, where when apparently the uh, uh, the watch called the shovel hit the ground when they dug him oh, up, yeah, and it was like, yeah. then the lightning struck and the thunder. Yeah. You know, it's like such rubbish. So his mother, who this is my favorite Welsh name, uh, non. I like non. Um, non. For, for, yeah, hey, non. It's such a mum's name. Isn't it? Hiya, ma'am. Hiya, non. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. non gave birth on a clifftop in Pembrokeshire during a fierce storm. And at that exact moment, a bolt of lightning from heaven hit her fanny. No, no. It hit, <laughs> it hit um, a rock, splitting it in two. And, uh, a nearby hum- I'm reading this. I'm reading this from the website. <laughs> right now. Hit her fanny, they say. <laughs> so, so it struck the rock, splitting it in two. And then a nearby holy well is said to have healing powers. That's just a throwaway comment at the end. (laughs) (laughs) You mentioned his uh, royal heritage being... um, His Mm. grandfather was King Keredig, founder of Keredigion. And Non was a nun who later canonised herself, which sounds like she committed suicide by canon. (laughs) 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 I'm afraid I have committed (laughs) canonisation... She, she Fairly the, well. She took, let the cannon in, has to run all the way around to the front so it blows <laughs> her head off. In this sketch, it's a comically large cannon as well. Ooh, keep yeah, missing goes, the shot. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah. Oh, none. Um, uh, he, he went to, he played, he headlined Glasto. Um, apparently, he was educated at a monastery and became a missionary spreading Christianity. Uh, Dewey was a renowned preacher, founding monastic settlements and churches in Wales, Brittany and South of England that you mentioned. Uh, and he visited Glastonbury to uh, rededicate the abbey and donate a travelling altar that included a great sapphire pinched a thousand years later. Um, well, well, well. Like said, the he first left... gig at Glastow. Yeah, first big gig at Glastow on the pyramid stage. <laughs> 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 he, he so the the cathedral in St David's is sick. It's fucking massive, and it the is, town itself, yeah, the mad. city itself, is really small. It's like the UK's smallest city in it because it's got a cathedral. Yeah, it's a nice little city to um, visit for anyone yeah, looking to do so. Very pretty. Tiny. Got lots of like, little Welshy things to do as well. It's really good. nice on the be- like really nice beaches down there. Um. So and apparently the stone. Uh. He he when he pilgrim he pilgrimaged to Jerusalem and he stole a rock like a little fucking classic Welsh lad that he is and he brought this rock back <laughs> and that rock now sits at the altar of St. Cathed- David's Cathedral um, I um, like- I don't know if we can cut this if this is uh, going to overstep on one of your facts but I read somewhere that uh, apparently they count it if you do two pilgrimages to St. David's it counts as one pilgrimage to Jerusalem oh no I didn't know that but it depends where from yeah it? apparently so 
well this is what I was thinking because if I go to St David's twice that's a piece of piss (laughs) why are you going once to Jerusalem yeah if you're from like freshwater in West Wales you go there every fucking week Um, yeah yeah I just heard that on the uh, it was on the news uh, because they did something with uh, St David's I can't remember what it was and uh, yeah, that, there was a woman talking about it and she sounded like she knew what she was on about. And she said that. And then I thought that question, exactly. So you mentioned, I, I haven't got that one, by the way. And uh, But the next mm. one I had was he was a teetotal vegetarian, uh, like you mentioned. Um, virgin, this year, virgin, virgin. <laughs> um, I, I, didn't, I went some the other day and I found out like way people in the UK wouldn't have had potatoes during any of the Middle Ages. They came from the New World and like American stuff. They came back from there. So uh, yeah. I always think they'd be eating like I always used to think. Well, life would be shit, but you could probably make chips. But apparently, you could. <laughs> you still no have taters. some roasties on a Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no taters. They said here he had a strict diet um, where he and his monks led uh, would only eat. Uh, they had austere life, living off only leeks and water, which I think is bollocks for the BBC. You're not just having leeks; you're fucking dead within the week. So yeah. I, I all the Welsh used to have is to drink yeah, you leeks, leeks and water and shag the sheep and yeah, 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 yeah. we get your fucking angle, BBC. Fuck off BBC, you fucking Tory. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I found, um, sorry, to um, to circle back, Pope Calixtus II was the one and he said that the shrine in St. David's was so important, two pilgrimages to St. David's were the equivalent of one to Rome, sorry, I, my mistake, and three to St. David's were the equivalent of one to Jerusalem. That's still pretty good going if you well, if you live in Wales, you know. Um, so I didn't read all these qu- these things, and apparently I'm about to get to that one now. Um, oh, brilliant! <laughs> yeah, he was a celebrity of the Middle Ages. He's he's a patron saint of Wales since the 12th century, and at a time when there were more than 60 churches in Wales dedicated to him, his shrine was so important that Pope Calixtus uh, II said two pilgrimage is worth one, <laughs> two of the ends with one of the bush, and. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, and yeah, apparently Vikings regularly raided the cathedral while the shrine was stripped of its jewel during the Reformation of the 16th century. So Vikings would always fuck up his cathedral, which is annoying. But, you know, you can't blame the lads. Vikings going to Viking, isn't they? That's the thing. Yeah. Uh, and then his legacy lives on is the final thing. His last words to his followers came from a sermon he gave on the previous Sunday. He said, be joyful, keep the faith, and do the little things that you've heard and seen me do, and... Uh, which well, I'll say that again in an easier voice. <laughs> Be joyful, keep the faith, and do the little things you've heard and seen me do. That's quite nice. Do the little things you've heard and seen me do. Um, and that phrase, which is do the little things, is still well known in Wales today. So it's do the little things. Like give us yeah, your money. Okay. Just, <laughs> yeah, just give us some fucking money. Do the little things for us, mate. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's the, that's the, uh, the facts. That's the facts. That's St. David's. That's Dewey Sant. Yeah. And wrap that up in like pretty much under just around half an hour. So um, I got to go by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see ya. <laughs> uh, no, uh, we're really enjoying the pod at the moment. We always have, but I think we're we're having really nice interactions with you maniacs. And um, we're looking at getting some merch and stuff because um, some other people have mentioned that as well. Um and just yeah, keep, keep if you could share it with your mates, um, that'd be really appreciative. We want to grow this odd community as far as we can. Yeah, um, we're hitting a really good stride at the moment, aren't we? And it's, like you said, it's nice to talk to people who actually like what we're putting out. Go, you yeah. know, God help them, but yeah. still, thank you very much. <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah, it's just nice to have that little back and forth, and yeah, get on a bit yeah. of a roll. 
Tioch anyway, so I gotta go now. Bye. <laughs> Love you, bye. Yeah, Tioch, I'll turn on Oi, 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 oi,